Welcome to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now, let's listen to today's message. We wait for you. Today's message title is Faith Builders, and I'm starting with the first one, which is seeing or sight. Now, Luke chapter 10, 17. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. 18. And he said unto them, I, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Just that verse is loaded for a whole day sermon. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not, that the spirits are subject unto you. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit, that is in his spirits, and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and you have revealed them unto what? Babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight all things are delivered to me of my father and no man knoweth who the son is but the father and who the father is but the son and he to whom the son will he reveals him 23 and he turned him unto his disciples now we are finished speaking publicly what he's about to say is what private he turned unto his and said privately, Blessed, blessed are the eyes which see the things that you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them and to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. Corinthians for 17 and 18, that's 2 Corinthians. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. Now, then he explains how light affliction can work glory. Then he says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Hebrews chapter number 12. 1 to 2. Wherefore, you see, wherefore seen, we also are compassed about with so great what? A cloud of what? Witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and sin that which that so easily beset us. The message Bible gives it another rendition. It says, Let's lay aside every parasitic sin, sin that eats us up, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. What does he say in continuation? What? What are we looking onto? Looking onto who? Jesus. The what? The author and the finisher. Of what? So you see that our is in what? 
looking unto what? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of what? Then look at what he says. Who for the joy that was set before him endured what? The cross, despising the what? The shape. And he sat down at the right hand. Not of organs in your body, naturally, to receive knowledge. Every organ, as a matter of fact, the five senses, all of them seek to collect knowledge. If you smell a sweet aroma, you can tell whether it's okrosty, you can tell whether this one is maybe jollof. But you know that if the woman doesn't know how to cook, you can smell something else also. So the nose also gathers information. Your ears, your nose, your hands also feels. It gathers what? Information. All is for information gathering. But of all the organs for gathering information, the one that is able to gather information fastest when it is not hindered is the eye. Now, as I stand here, if I take one minute to look through the entire church, I can see those who are writing and those who are not writing. I can even go ahead to tell those who have Bibles and those who have no Bibles. And if I watch carefully, I can tell those who are reading Bible on their phones and those who are reading Bibles on their tablets. And I can also tell those who are not even reading Bibles at all. Not because somebody is talking to me, but because I'm using my word, my sight. Just seeing. This single important organ called your eye is very critical for your faith. Not just the eye, the physical eye, the eye of your mind, the eye of your heart. Very, very, very critical. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible said, And God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was void. How did God see that the earth was void? And darkness was on the face of the deep. How? Sight. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was what? There was light. And what did God do again? And the Bible said, And the Lord saw that it was good. Then the Lord divided the water beneath and the waters above. And created a sky. And the Bible said the Lord saw it was good. Then the Lord commanded the water to gather at one side and call it sea. Then the dry land he called earth. And the Bible again said, and the Lord saw that it was good. Then the Bible said the Lord commanded vegetation to come on the earth. And the Lord saw that it was good. When he got to chapter 2, chapter 3. Now when the devil appeared to them, he said, there was no animal as clever as the serpent. What was the temptation? He said, as God really said, you will die if you eat this thing. If said, he said, we should not eat or even touch. They said, you know something? <laughs> God is hiding something from you. Because God knows that the day you eat of the fruit, what will open? This was the center of the temptation. When you read the message, it says, in the day that you eat, you will really know what is going on. You will really know. You will know that you are naked. You will really, really know. This man has received an instruction from God. Then the Bible said when they saw that the tree was good and they saw that this tree is good for food and it was, it was able to make one wise if they saw if plucked the food ate it then gave it to the husband sometimes people think the husband was not there he was there he gave it to the husband who was with her and he also ate out of love he eats it what was the first thing? the Bible then said their eyes what? Their eyes were open and they saw what was really going on. They were naked. They made cloth from fig leaves, covered their body. What did they do next? They hid. That is the power of sin. The Bible said when Jacob, when
when he saw Rachel, who the Bible said at the sight of Rachel, Mahatakariasa. When he saw Rachel, the Bible said that he just put his back, his back down, he put it down, walked towards the well, lifted the stone. The Bible said this stone, it took a lot of men to lift the stone. The guy lifted it after seeing a beautiful woman. He lifted it. I said he what? He lifted it. The Bible said he just moved it. They said, come, 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 come and feed, come and feed the, the cows. Come. I know how he stood. That tells you what men are capable of doing when they can have sight. A man looked at the birds and decided that no, if the birds can fly, then there is a law that can make men fly. I will find it out. He did, they laughed, they laughed, they laughed, they laughed, they laughed. But finally, we are flying. They saw something. Sight is so critical. That is why you must train yourself not to look at the wrong thing. The Bible said, don't fret yourself for an evil man. Don't look at them when they prosper. And question your God. The psalmist said, it is a foolish thing. You must learn how to look at the right things. When you look at the right things, your faith will come alive. Because I've already explained to you that you already have faith in your heart. You are not looking for faith. I have convinced you from James. Convinced you from Hebrews, from Romans, from Jude. That you already have got faith. Faith is not your problem. Focus is the problem. And today, I'm honored to take you through some things that you must look at. Refuse to look at any other thing and focus. Because listen, somebody said that when you give the devil attention, he will give you direction. And there are a lot of believers who are looking at the wrong things. Can you believe that a woman can live with a man and all he sees is his wrongs? And a man can also live with a woman. And all he's seen for 20 years of marriage is the way the woman talks anyhow. He's forgotten that this same woman takes care of the children. You can see that. When you do that, you lock and shut up faith within you. Such that you tell us you don't have patience. I want to divorce. I want divorce. Because your focus is on the wrong thing. And your focus starts with your gaze. Now I'm going to take you into the word of God now. All I've said is just to get you to see how important sight is. God gave Moses an instruction. He said when you go to war and you get there and you realize that among the army there is somebody that is afraid. Stop the war. Call him. Say go home. Go home. You. Go home. You too. Go home. Why? They will affect the others with their fear. Sin is critical. Very critical. If there is something you must pay close attention to. Not first your hearing. What you see. This is Jesus. He is saying that some people desire to see what the disciples were seeing. But he told them privately. They see what you are seeing. Some people desire to see it. They didn't see it. You are seeing it. And on top of seeing it, you are doing it. Then he admonished them. After he ad- admonished them, I read Corinthians for you. Paul said, we are going through a lot. He said that we are forsaken. We are crushed. We are bruised. We are perplexed. But it is not over with us. That is the, the scripture I read in Corinthians. Now then he explains that there is a way you can deal with your afflictions. He said, this is the way you deal with your affliction. One, your affliction is light. Don't see any affliction as being. And it is dangerous. As for this, it will kill me. As for this, it will terminate me. No affliction is light. Paul said, every affliction is light. And it is bad for a moment. Then he teaches you how to convert the affliction into glory. He said, this is the way you do. Don't look at the things which are seen. If you look at the things that are seen, your affliction will not be light. It will be heavy. When you continue looking at it, 
it will not be but for a moment it will be for a long time a lot of believers are so focused on their troubles so focused that they call their trouble my trouble my sickness my issue as for my issue it is a serious one pastor apostle you need to sit and listen you need time to be told that this issue you are not the first person who doesn't have money we have had people who didn't have money in the bible who stole but you learn how to convert it maybe you have not had a job for three years if you complain that you are not having job three years complain and what is the lord doing you will miss the essential lesson what have you done within the three years did you improve yourself did you study did you pray well because maybe you get a job which you will not have time even to pray so if you don't show some level of prayer and build a prayer life when you get the job you are gone as a backslider but what will we do we will complain we will do all the wrong things apart from looking at the right things that is corinthians hebrews also says that we need to look a lot of people are looking at the wrong things now you must learn to look and what you must look at even the original greek says look away from the elders and look unto jesus the author and the finisher of your faith a lot of people are looking at the wrong stuff they are looking at their accounts some are looking at the potency of their business god didn't call you to look at that he called you to look at his riches in glory for god is able to supply all your needs according to his riches in glory that is what you look at you don't look at the giants in the land you didn't put them there you can't take them out you look at god and his word takes care of it but we have believers that are continuously looking they are focusing on the wrong things wrong 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 things they read the wrong things they say the wrong things and they look at the wrong things how do you think gayism and lesbianism how do you think it's becoming acceptable in a society you think it started when they began marrying outside maybe you don't watch movies everything starts with the movies they begin to pair men then you are watching with your eyes what are they doing they are programming you to accept it when it comes it works subtly and nicely why will we do adverts and put soap with women around it the eye job said the eye is not satisfied with seeing when you see it after a long time you will talk it because it would have entered into your subconscious so the bible said guard your heart with all diligence for out of it comes the issues of life what does he say then he says my son attend to my word let what depart from what your eyes now your duty is to keep the word this one this is the mirror open it and see yourself keep the focus until you have looked and you are doing james he said don't be just a hearer but a doer a man who looks and continuously looks the king james has an interesting word for looking it is called behold it means to fix your eyes at a direction in such a way that all your concentration is in that direction and on that object you are looking at so that you can make a careful observation of what you are looking at we call it beholding now i'm going to show you six things you must behold and after i showed you don't take your eyes off it if you can keep your eyes on it that is it and i'll read the scriptures with you 
The first one is that you must behold his love. First John chapter number three. Verses number one. What does it say? Can we read it together? Be what? Behold what? What? What manner of what? This is the first thing to look at. If you don't see his love, you will not walk confidently. You will be superstitious. Very superstitious. Anything that happens to you is because of somebody. How can you tell me, after being in the law for seven years, that your auntie who is a witch is the one that is not making you not get a job? After seven years in the law, is Jesus that weak? How can you say that they have locked your womb for 21 years? And how long have you been a Christian? 10 years. Jesus Christ. Behold, what manner of love. Do you know the land God gave to Abraham? It was not a blessed land. The land of Canaan was a cursed land. But the man had the ability and the capacity by the word of God to turn a cursed land into a blessed land. Actually, another version said that they have prepared the land for them together with the giants. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called. Do you know what kind of love the man is talking about? He's talking about a man giving birth to a son and deciding that he has a son. Does the son pay his school fees? Does the son rent a house? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. We have a lot of believers that don't know the fatherhood of God because they have not encountered love. You must encounter love. The Bible says search it out. The length and the breadth, the depth and the height. Experience it for yourself. Then you will be filled with the fullness of God. Behold this love. When you lie on your bed, tell yourself that I am the most lovable creature in the whole world. A man broke your heart, so what? The love of the Father is ever with us. You learn to behold it. Have you read 1 Corinthians 13 before? God describes his love. No proud. God doesn't ask us to do things he does not do. So you must learn to behold it. Sit in your room and lock yourself up. Go through it. Maybe your mother, your father didn't love you that much. Go through that love. Tell yourself, behold, what manner of love. One of the expressions of love is that love believes in all things. God believes me. And you don't know God does that. Go and read the account of Job. God said, devil, where, where are you? Have you considered the young man? My name Job? He said, yes. Then God said, do you know that there is no man like him on the earth? Did I look this up? He said, yes, the guy, he doesn't sin. He's always praying. Then I said, no, look, 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 look. He said, Papa, this guy is serving you because of what you are doing for him. Look at what you are doing for him. You have kept all his properties intact. They are multiplying. Nothing is lost. Just allow. So that I can just touch him a little. And we will see whether he loves you. Look at what God said about Abraham. He said, I know Abraham. I know this man called Abraham. I know that he will direct his house after me. I, I, I know it. I know that all his children will be led in a way. This is how far. You must think about the love of God. Think about it deeply. How will God allow your daughter to die? Even when your daughter is sick, you rush them to hospital. How much more the love of the father? But a lot of believers are not beholding. They are rather looking at hatred. They are looking at their enemies. What has your enemies got to do with God? He said, if God did not spare his son, but gave up his son for us, how shall he not, with this same son, freely give us all things? One manner of love. But a lot are not beholding. John said it. He said what? Behold. Look at it. Keep your focus on it. Let your eyes be on it. Behold. I look at this and I've been looking at God's love. I've had a lot of several issues in life. But here I am. I am on top. I have looked at his love. I have focused on his love. 
Do you know how many people wish me dead? You have no idea. But here I am. <laughs> so Sydney Quay, we'll be right back. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Skype, YouTube, at Shekinah Avenue. continues beholding is love yes brother and yes behold is love behold it don't take your eyes off it behold it hold on to it if you were david what will you do son is after you abner is also after you two thousand military assassins are after you and you are a career of an anointing he said surely goodness and mess shall follow your gentleness has made me great. Behold is love. You told me you want to do PhD. God is more interested than you. He will let you do it and come out better. But behold is love. How can you go to give birth and you will come back? The Bible said that he shall not bring you to the place of delivery. And there will be no strength. But why are you doubting it? You are not beholding his love. He said precious in the sight of the Lord. Is the death. Of the saint, you won't get any foolish death just on the road driving and they'll pound their son. How they saw him, they worship him. Some doubted. Look at what Jesus will say. He was not even considering their doubt, it was not his problem. You I'll read it, you see. It was not his problem. You want to doubt, you doubt because he had given them enough proof. And when they saw him, they worship him. But some doubted. Did Jesus address their doubt? No, what did he do? And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, What did Jesus say? Some power is given to me. What is given to me? You must begin to behold it. He didn't leave some power for any witch in your home or any occult in your home. He said, What? All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Therefore, go. Were they not going to encounter dangerous things? But all power in heaven and on earth has been given. When you are looking for all power, where is it? You must behold it. Either than that, when your uncle dies at 45, and you are 44, and you feel symptoms of diabetes, you would think that there is a power out there that wants to kill you. And you begin to expect it. And I have information for you. The expectation of the righteous shall be granted. This is the trick the devil plays on us. He creates us, and we begin to expect evil. You have people who are expecting to be fired. Why wouldn't they fire you? Because you are expecting it. And the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. The desire of the righteous shall be fulfilled. These are the kind of things the devil uses on us. It will cause you to desire to be fired. Somebody says, how, how is it possible? You look at your neighbor's work. You look at the other person's work. You look at Bob and say, hey, I'm not doing well. By this time, but the way they are, things are going, they might fire me. Or you look at the contract. The way this man is speaking, I might not get it. The day this one, different. you won't get it. Behold what? Power. Behold what? Behold, I what? I give unto you what? Power. To tread on serpents and scorpions and over what? And over what? Some some power. He has all power and is giving you power to tread on what? How?
how many people have seen this? Our church houses is filled with people who are afraid of the power of the devil. Our prayer times is in fear. But here we are. Power to tread on all. All. Over all. The power of the enemy. Then he puts what? Color to explain all that he has said. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. You must behold the power. See yourself as a carrier of a power. The serpents you can tread on them. Even the psalmist in the Old Testament, he said, I have trembled over the dragon and the other. Even him in the Old Testament. How much more you in the New Testament? When you see serpents, what are you supposed to do? When you see scorpions, what are you supposed to do? When you see the power of the enemy, what are you supposed to do? Whether it is voodoo, whether it is witchcraft, whether it is occultism, whether it is necromancy, whether it is stargazing, whatever it is, whether it is divination, whether it is astral projection, whether it is black or white magic, it is not your problem. It is the power of the devil. And you must what? Behold his work. You must behold his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the A to the Z message. I am. You must learn. You must learn it. Concentrate on his work. Because he is the one who begins and ends. He is the one who was and is. And he is still yet to come. You must learn it. Revelations 1, 5, 6, 7, 8 down there. Also thought that he has made us kings and priests to God and his father. But a lot of people are not beholding his work. They are looking at what they can do. Hebrews 4, 14. Hebrews 7, 25 and 26. Seeing then, he said you should do what? See. Seeing then that we have what? Just a high priest. We have a what? Is it just a high priest? What is he? He is a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast. You must see it so that you can hold what you are saying. I will not die and live. It is not because I'm just saying it. I have a high priest who is great. You must behold it. He's the priest that is the highest. If somebody has to give a sacrifice, he's the highest and the qualified one. If somebody has to give gifts, it is him. And it is my privilege to have him as my high priest. I will read the other one, Hebrews 7. It says, Wherefore, he is able to what? Save them to the utmost that come unto God by him. What is the operational word there? Sin! He ever liveth. If he has a reason to believe in, it is so that you, he can make intercession. And let me tell you how shocking his intercession is. His intercession is not prayer. Where he's on his knees, oh Lord, help my daughter. No. His intercession is himself. The Lamb of God, slain from the foundations of the earth. For I saw a Lamb, as if he had been freshly slain. And God gave him the book. Because he had been slain. Just the fact that he had died. Shed his blood. That enough. When God sees it. Every sin is forgiven. Just that. When God just sees that. 
You know that you say, Lord, Lord, forgive them, forgive them, for they know what they do. That was on earth, not in heaven. He ever liveth to make intercession for them. For such a high priest became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, and separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. You must behold him. The way Hebrews even says is that this is the only high priest that didn't come from the tribe of Levi. He is the only high priest that came from Judah. Then God said, I didn't make him a high priest because of tribe. I make him a high priest because I swore. I spoke by an oath that this one is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. And not only that, he has the power of eternal life. So nobody can change his priesthood or change him. He abides forever. This is how great he is. And he ever lives to make intercession for you. What is your fear? See him and know that your business will do well. See him and go on your knees daily and thank God for marriage. See him and thank God for expansion. See him and thank God that your home will be kept. See him and know that you'll be fine. See him and know that it is well. Don't look to the left. When you don't see rightly, you are in trouble. Now, I want you to listen. If you don't see clearly, you will magnify the devil. And you will become one of these champion magnificators of the devil. You can even become a devil worshiper and you don't know. See him. Behold him. See what God has done to him. Either than that, ha, he will show you what he is not. When you read your Bible, the Bible says, a whole city of Samaria. One man by name, Simon the sorcerer. He had bewitched the entire city. And the whole city saw him as the great power of God. That is what happens in families. One woman in the family. Bewitch everybody. They say, hey, this one you will not talk. What are you talking about? Look at what Jesus said. He said, don't rejoice. It is no news that the spirits are subject to you. Even Judas the thief is casting out devil. That is no news at all. The demons are subject to you. It is no news. Rejoice. That your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. There is I want to tell you something. I beheld the devil. Fall like lightning. He had not even died. He was not even dead. He had not gone to the cross. And he said, I saw the devil fall like lightning. You must see. He fell a long time ago. I said he fell a long time. Do you think if he was using the angelic power, you can stand? Go and read your Bible. One angel lifted a sword over the whole of Jerusalem. And before the sword came down, thousands had died. If he was to be in his prime, Yehovah. Like all of us are already dead. But thanks be unto God. We can see him. And we can see him clearly for what he is. The thief, he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that he might have life. And have a life more abundantly. The Bible said, Cash shall be on the house of the thief. Even the timbers of his house shall fight against him. See what it is. He does not have power over your assignment. Whew. Yesterday I heard Mars Muro say something. And I said, Jesus Christ, I must think about this thing through the night. He said, your destiny is chosen by God. But the fulfillment of your destiny is in your hand. I said, see what he is. He is a defeated foe. Defeated foe. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Have you done some signs before? When a lightning falls, what happens to the light? It diminishes and goes extinct. You don't see that lightning again. 
It has lost its light. Brothers and sisters, that shiny heart. Jesus is talking before his death, not after his death. He said, I beheld him fall like lightning from heaven, and behold, I give you power. Why can you tread upon the powers of the devil? Because he fell long time ago. When you fall, where are you? On the ground. Where do we step on you? On the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can have this knowledge seated in your heart. And we read Isaiah 14. I want us to read it together as a church. What does he say? How art thou what? Falling from heaven. Oh what? Lucifer, son of what? The morning. How art thou what? Cut down to the ground. Which did weaken the nation. The verse 16 is my emphasis. For thou hast said in thy heart. I will ascend into heaven. Let's read it together. I will exalt my throne. Above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount. Of the congregation. In the side of the north. 14. I will ascend. Above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Now listen to what he has said. Look at what God is going to tell him. Yet. Where shall he be brought down to? You shall be brought down to where? To hell. To the sides of what? The pit. 16. They that see this are what? What shall they do? Any man who does not change with time. Then you are God. It is only God who does not change. But as men, our knowledge changes. When the dragon came out of revelation. You see the way I've taken my time teaching. When he came out of the water. The Bible said he had got a wound. Which he had recovered. A deadly wound. Which he was recovering from. Revelations. I said. See him in the right light. Why do you think demons come into your dream and they are holding cutlasses and sword and spears? Is that their original weapon? Some even hold catapults. Is it their original weapon? I am asking, is it their original weapon? These are man-made weapons. And you are afraid. If you don't know his place, he will put you out of your place. Brothers and sisters, all you need to do is to stand. The Bible says resist the devil. Resist him in your faith. And he shall flee. But believers are negotiating with him. See your future. You must see your word. Your future. This is very critical. That God will help you. Behold your word. Seeing then we have such hope. We use great plainness of speech. Not like Moses. Which put a veil over his face. That the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolishing. Moses covered the glory. Because the future was that the glory will fade away. We are not like him. We use great plainness of speech, doctor. But their minds were blinded. For until this day, they remained the veil. But even until this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their hearts. Nevertheless, when he shall turn to the law, the veil shall be taken away. Now, it is getting interesting. Now, the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we are with open face beholding us he tells us what we see is the glory of the Lord what is the glory of the Lord you see yourself because you are the only creator who when God created he crowned he said they shall be in my hand like a royal diadem and my glory ladies and gentlemen our future is already in the bible it is not in tomorrow your future is not in March or in April your future is here. As long as you don't find it here, you will see it in a month. 
But if you can see it here, any man that all can produce it. For I know the plans that I have for you. They are plans of good, not evil. To bring you to an expected end. To give you a hope and a future. Can I talk to you about your future? Ayagadahayas. A thousand shall fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. But this is your future. It shall not come near your dwelling. Do you believe it? I want to ask, do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? I want to hear your own confession. When thousands are falling, do you count yourself among the number? A thousand at my side. Ten thousand. Oh, what is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you visit. The other translation says, the son of man whom you take care of. I don't know what to tell you again. Your future is so secure. That this is the way Ephesians will say it. He said it was signed, it was sealed, and it was delivered. The glorious life which praises God, which is the earnest of the spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, our future is so safe. I am telling you, there may be fire, but we'll go through. When we come through the fire, we will not have smoke. That is our future. There might be lions in the den. We will get in there. When we come out, the lions will not have touched us. Time will cease for us. This is our future. You are on Mount Zion. Listen to what the Bible said about Zion. The Bible said that Zion is the beauty. Of perfection. He says that when enemies come to Zion, he says that when they get there and they see Zion, they decide that they are not going to war against Zion. They decide to go on an expedition tour around Zion to inspect the strength of Zion. And when they are ending, this is what they say: Oh Lord, you are more excellent than the mountains of praise. They say it, the bulwarks of Zion, they are intact, and they will shake their head and they will march away. You are in the safest of places. Your future is so secure that no man can tamper with it unless yourself. The Lord shall establish thee as a holy people unto himself. As he swore unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his way. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. And the Lord shall make thee Plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of the cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, and in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Thank you for tuning in to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. For prayer and counseling, please call 0200-999-852. Join us for our Sunday services from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate us at Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washing Bay, Saika, Obodo, East Lagon. Until the apostle comes your way again, remain blessed.